Next on BYU Sports Nation, four teams in five years. Jimmer Fredette signs a free agent contract with San Antonio. Spurs play-by-play Bill Shoney weighs in on Jimmer's skills and the shot to make the team. Plus the road to making a roster for Cardinals running back Paul Lasique. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Thursday, July 23rd. Jerem Jordan alongside Brian Logan. What's up, brother? Hi, Spencer. How you doing? <laughs> Spencer taking a couple Road of days trip. off. Yep. Nope. Spencer's uh, taking some days off. I keep telling him for every five I take, he gets one. Yeah. So here's the one. I'm taking time off uh, next week he, again. He need, and then the week after a, that. He needs a, Oh, yeah, huh? I got, a, I got a lot of days coming up that I'll be in. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm thinking about you. Thanks, man. And I appreciate that. And my time off, too. <laughs> hey, did you catch the uh, late night with Seth Meyers BYU reference last night? Neon Trees bassist Brandon Campbell rocking the BYU shirt last night. Nice. On... Late night with Seth, My- Seth Myers. Way to rap, man. I don't think I've ever heard a song of theirs. Really? Just being honest, no. I got to, I'm going to go. It started I'm, with The Whisper. I don't know the name of that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Provo Bands, man. Neon Trees and Imagine Dragons. I probably have Repping heard a pretty of, well. a lot of songs then. Yeah. I don't know any other Neon Tree songs besides that. Then I won't either. But Imagine Dragons, I'm all in, man. I'm all in. They were on a show on BYU TV called uh, Audio Files. It's fantastic. Uh, also, last night... Uh, Sharknado 3. Raise your hand if you saw Sharknado 3. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) One of our camera guys. It started at 10 Mountain, so I didn't see it. I went to bed. I'm getting old. I'm going to watch it later, though. Have you seen any of the Sharknado? I I haven't seen any of them. I I saw a trailer back in the day, and I thought it just looked ridiculously dumb. Yeah. So Uh I was like, Uh I am not watching this. I want no part in it. And then as you guys were talking it up, I went in and snuck a sneak preview of a of a trailer, and it actually does look funny slash good. So I'm going to check it out. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's for sure. Which brings us to our early Twitter question from Kyle Chilton on Twitter. Last night he said, if there was a Sharknado attack, which BYU athlete would you want to help you fight them off? Kyle Chilton is the men's basketball sports information director, friend of the program. And now that now that is a great question. So use the hashtag BYUSN and weigh in. At Twiggy or Stone. Says, I would have to go with Tijon Karoma. He could just flex and the sharks would run away. <laughs> I, I, you know, I like that one. I would say any offensive line or defensive lineman, uh, the reason why is when you are getting uh, – uh, you know, in a situation like that where you're, you have to run away or maybe swim away from somebody, you want to be faster. You don't have to be the fastest guy, but you want to be faster than the other so guy. So Shaq Walker. And so, yeah, no, you don't want to go against Shaq. No, no, that, it, that, that's, that's bad for you because you'll get left in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you will be eaten by a shark. Here's an example, people. I remember running from a dog and some of my teammates uh, just on the street, some of my teammates would grab – you grab the closest person to you and throw him down on the ground. Whoever's the fastest <laughs> guy, you got to grab the fastest guy and throw him don't down. Don't hang out so with Brian last. in a Sharknado situation. Saying, He's going to throw you to the ground. You don't got to be first, Jerem. You just can't be last. That's my Yeah, that's my Twitter uh, mentality as well. <laughs> Here today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Jimmer Fredette signs with the San Antonio Spurs. 
Uh, more details to come here in a moment in what's trending. It's obviously our trending topic. Today. Uh, Weber State released their 2015 men's basketball schedule saying they will play BYU on December 5th at Energy Solutions Arena. Okay. So uh, during Christmas around the world, BYU gets out of the Merritt Center. They play that. I would like a stronger opponent at Energy Solutions Arena, but I do just, like playing Weber State. Just spice it up a little bit, make it, make it fun. Yeah, because there are teams that don't want to come to Provo. They'll come to Salt Lake, but they won't come to Provo, a la Arizona mm, uh, right. in twenty. 20- 10, December 2010. In the minor leagues, Jacob Brugman went two for three with a home run and two RBIs to help the Midland Rockhounds defeat the Corpus Christi Hooks. Daniel Summerhays and Zach Blair both start play in the RBCA Open today. Uh, Zach is under one through 13, and Summerhays will tee off in half an hour. Good luck to those guys. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Burnett shakes free again. And let me tell you something. He was shaking a big athlete in Billy White, and he got shook. He got shook. The immortal words there from CBS Sports Network as Jimmer Fredette and BYU took down San Diego State in a top 10 matchup in the Marriott Center. So yesterday, about 5.17 Eastern time, ESPN's Mark Stein tweeted out that the Spurs finalized a deal with one Jimmer Fredette. Now, public details are not out regarding how long. I imagine it's a one-year deal and how much. We'll find out later. But this we know, that Jimmer Fredette is not on the Pelicans. He is a Spur, and he is still in the NBA. Your initial right. reaction to Jimmer signing with the Spurs, Brian? Man, it's, it's almost like a sigh of relief for me. Um, as a fan, as a friend of Jimmer, uh, you have so much talk and discussion uh, leading up to this that, you know, where is he going to be at? Is he going to be overseas? Is his career over? We don't know what's going to happen to Jimmer. Uh, but the fact that he has an opportunity, you know, the fact that he still is getting some love, it's just a great feeling, man. And when you have such a great college career and, and you break records, you come away with awards, uh, you, you, you know, you almost kind of feel for, for Jimmer and what he's been going through. So you kind of almost look at it like, hey, man, it's your, it's your last chance. And that's all you could really ask for. So great, exciting news uh, for me. What about it, you? I, very excited as well. I, I tweeted that I thought on all fronts for Jimmer, this was the best possible fit for him. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But a fantastic organization, obviously one of the classiest, most successful organizations in the NBA. Right. They know how to take advantage of talent. It seems like there's openings there. The Spurs, I think everyone trusts that the Spurs will give Jimmer a fair shot. And that's what's been frustrating for BYU fans is, has Jimmer earned a fair shot? It's hard to say through four years that you didn't get a chance. Yeah, And Jimmer's probably had a good opportunity to show what he's got. In 50 games last year, Jimmer struggled. He didn't start a single game. He averaged uh, 10 minutes a game. He shot 19% from three. I don't think that's who Jimmer is. He's a 38% shooter for his career from three. But maybe he can do something. Maybe someone finds the right fit for him, and I trust that the Spurs will maximize that opportunity. And, and here's the scary part. If the Spurs can't do it, I'm not sure he's an NBA player after this season. Yeah. I, that, I, that's why I hope it works out this year. I kind of agree with you, man. I mean, uh, Greg Popovich and his history of developing players um, who are maybe seen as um, you know uh, cast-offs or, or players that – maybe have high expect, expectations coming into the to the league and you know maybe go through personal issues whatever the case is he's he does he's done a great job of taking those players molding them shaping them uh into 
the players that that you see today. And so I, I agree with you there, man. Just because of um, of, of Coach uh, uh, Popovich is his legacy and what he's able to do. It kind of is scary to to think. Well, if if Greg if, if, if Coach Popovich can't do it, I mean, who really else can? That's and that's a great question. So let's talk about some of the logistics here. Is Jimmer Fredette on the Spurs? Yes, he still has to make the roster. Okay, there, in the offseason, you can carry twenty on your roster. Right. right now, the Spurs have eighteen listed, and guess what? They have three point guards already. They have Tony Parker, of course, at the starting point. <laughs> Patty Mills, the backup, and then Kyle Anderson, who's kind of a point forward, could be that third string. I'm not sure that Jimmer Fredette's a point guard on the Spurs. And coming up, we'll talk to the Spurs radio play-by-play, uh, Bill Shoning. He's going to tell us what he thinks of Jimmer. What does Jimmer need to do to make the team? That's coming up in about 22 minutes. So 20 in the offseason, mm-hmm. and then once you get in season, you can carry 15 on a roster, 13 yeah. on the bench. So Jimmer's still got some work to yeah, do. So, so the goal is to make it to the 15. Yeah, this is essentially a camp invite con- uh, camp contract, right? Right. Come right. to camp, try and make our team, and that's the shot they're giving Jimmer, yeah. which is a good one. Yeah. And on a loaded Spurs roster, they've added Aldridge Day- and David West in the offseason to an already loaded roster where they signed the core three. Ginobili didn't retire, mm. uh, re-upped with guys brought in Aldridge and yeah. West. This is a loaded roster. Danny Granger. And then, of course, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi mm. Leonard of San Diego State. Who can forget Kawhi versus Jimmer three different times that senior year? Jimmer got the best of Kawhi twice. How do you twice. think going to be? That, I, would, I would love <laughs> to be a fly on the wall for that first conversation. Kawhi is a quiet, reserved guy. Um, you think there is going to be a kind con- What if Jimmer goes in like, hey, how you doing? And he just gives him the... That's not Jimmer. The, 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 the Jimmer's nice, up. but he's not going to, hey, what's, what's up, Kawhi, man? What's Remember? What's up, bro? Remember that one time where, hey, yeah. It'll be respectful. Uh, in the Mountain West Conference tournament uh, championship game, Jimmer and company had used all the gas in the tank the night before against New Mexico. That's the 52-point game. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego State won. It got chippy at the end. And then, I've never seen Jimmer go at somebody. But he was going you know, at you know, he was going at those guys. That mean that oh, yeah. meanness. Both went to the Sweet Sixteen, so it, it seemed like a wash in right. terms of those seasons. But yeah, Kawhi and Jimmer, you, you, teammates. You, you make an interesting point with a a loaded roster, and you know, so so I mean, obviously that that's a challenge within itself, right? You're go, you're competing against um, you know talented guys, but. To me, if I'm Jimmer, I'm just like, man, I just got to make the 15. Yes. I just got to make the 15. Because this is a, 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 a championship team or, or a contending team, and I do not care if I'm on the bench and I get a ring, man. And if I get to go on, on parades and parties and get extra money and all the extra perks for sitting on the bench and smiling, pff, I'm going to do that all Day that you just spoke from Whitney Fredette's perspective. <laughs> That's what she's thinking. Yeah. So, so the Spurs. Here's the thing with the Spurs: loaded roster. Where does Jimmer fit in with this? Uh, I, I, I think it could be the Bruce Bowen uh, role, not defensively, yeah. but offensively. Sit in the corner on the wing, hang out, uh, keep a guy out of the paint, kick. Uh, kick out to you, and hopefully shoot. I'm not sure Jimmer's a point guard on this team. We'll, we'll ask Bill Shonen coming up to play-by-play for the Spurs. But maybe he can be that guy. Marco Bellinelli yeah. was that guy as well in that role. So maybe Jimmer Fredette can be one of those guys. If Matthew Dellavedova can ride the pine with the Cavs and then make an impact in significant moments later, 
Why couldn't Jimmer Fredette possibly have that opportunity why could, why, with why, the Spurs? That's the whole. Yeah. At least what Della Vadova did. Because all of a sudden, everyone was talking about the mouthpiece during the finals. Oh, my gosh. And all the BYU fans were jealous, oh my myself gosh. included. I was jealous. Why are we talking about Della Vadova? Steph Curry has a – I'm not calling him a bum, but <laughs> Steph Curry had a couple bad games, and all of a sudden, Della Vadova's the defensive I'll call him a bum. I'll call him a bum to his face. I'll grab a three-foot chair, stand on top of it so I can reach him eye to eye and call him a bum. Okay, yesterday we thought – I thought Jimmer Mania had kind of faded away. Oh, man, it was back in full effect, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 22.2. 22,000 tweets about Jimmer Fredette in the past day for a guy who shot 19% from three last year. People love them some Jimmer. Jimmer. SportsCenter tweeted about it. SportsCenter doesn't tweet about guys that averaged 3.6 a game last year. Jimmer Fredette means something. Relevancy. To people, he's yeah. about relevancy, man. Maybe he should help with the negotiations for the getting into a, 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 a <laughs> P5 conference. He went to Texas um, in twenty or a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I he went to the game last year, but a couple years ago and checked out Texas facilities that helped in the creation of BYU. Ooh, see, there you so go. he's he's been involved with that there with you BYU. Go, Hey, let's get to our Twitter question again. The conversation is live 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. If, and this has nothing to do with anything. If there was a Sharknado attack, which BYU athlete <laughs> would you want to help you fight them off? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Jay Linehan 9, this is Johnny Linehan. Marissa Nimmer, his wife, because she captured the heart of one shark already. So I'm sure she could charm some more and save us all. Oh. That was a good one. Someone picked Johnny Linehan on Twitter. That's points right there. Yeah. yeah. At JV Fiso. Could I have the whole BYU rugby team? Those guys could take down anything. <laughs> Fact. That, that's probably who I'm getting in this. Coming up, Paula CK tells us what it's like to go from walking at BYU to potential NFL running back. This is BYU Sports Nation. I would choose you, Dan. Why? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation and join us using the hashtag BYUSN. Did you know if you missed an episode of BYU Sports Nation, no worries. You can download the audio podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app and watch it on BYUSN.com. Last night, Sharknado 3 debuted, so... Our Twitter question today, if there was a Sharknado attack, which BYU athlete would you want to help you fight them off? It's July 23rd Twitter question. At Hobosita, Frank Wintrick wouldn't have to fight them off. He'd just yell at them and they'd start doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Hobosita loves Frank Wintrick. She's like, the, she has a foam finger with his name on it, I bet. Nice. Frank, I, I saw Frank the other day and I was coming out the offices and I saw him walk in and... Uh, I just naturally just like kind of like ducked a little bit, like oh, like, I, <laughs> like you know when you walk past somebody and you're in an awkward small space and you like you just naturally touch them, like brush them. Yeah. I was like trying to like swerve, like oh, oh don't, I don't want to touch you. Don't, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> you yeah. didn't want to tick he off just, the tiger. Or no, something? he just has that look. Like I yeah. don't want to mess with him. Once upon a time, there was a, a dude for Navy rugby that felt the same way when Paul Asike ran by him. Which speaking of Paul is on the phone now. Uh, with us, Paul. How's it going, brother? What's going on, guys? Uh, how How's life for you uh, as you try and make the Arizona Cardinals right now? What's going on? 
My um well well right now I'm actually uh, I'm I'm in Santa Cruz right now with just just a, a little couple couple days of vacation before I get back to the grind but I mean uh no everything's going everything's been going great uh, in, in this off season and this downtime so I've been training and working hard ready for camp. Paul, what are some of the um, activities you guys have been doing? I know you guys have been doing some of the, the rookie camps and the LTAs, but uh, give us uh, an idea of what you guys are doing uh, during practice. I mean, okay, yeah, so uh, we arrive there. A typical day uh, during OTAs, we'll, we'll get there at about uh, 6.30, 6.15, and uh, we'd have meetings. We'd start off with meetings, and then uh, right after that, we'd get straight into practice. Um, practice would be from about eight o'clock to uh, nine forty-five, and uh, that would that those those practices are real structured. I mean, they're real. Um, uh, I should say, like to the point. You know, you only get a certain amount of reps. They don't replace. They don't replay things. Um, a lot more shorter and sharper than college, I'd say, in my opinion. And then after that, it's pretty much meetings and film for the rest of the day for the until about five thirty p.m. Uh, and that was that was for the rookies, obviously. The, the the veterans could leave after practice, but I mean, um, so the days were long, uh, real tedious, and trying to trying to get the playbook down. But that's what a basic day consisted of uh, during OTAs for the rookies. Are you having fun? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome, man. I mean, the, the obviously the, the the most fun part is is. Uh, is being out there and and just seeing it all happen and and getting reps and things like that, but I mean uh, it's it's been an awesome learning experience. Paul, uh, usually you we hear stories of rookie hazing and just jokes. Have the guys played any jokes on you so far? Nah, I haven't had any so far. Um, I haven't I haven't even seen any. Uh, actually, I mean you know you watch the you watch uh, hard knocks and things like that, and you see all that that funny stuff go on, but. I haven't seen anything, uh, any yet, and I haven't had any happen to me yet. But from from what I'm aware of, um, it happens during training camp. So it might be just around the corner or it might not be. <laughs> Have your teammates embraced your Kiwi awesomeness? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nah, they're cool, man. I mean, all of them ask me where I'm from, and then, you know, once they hear me talk, and then and then they want me to keep talking, and then, uh, yeah, no, nah, they're, they're, they're pretty into it. <laughs> A lot of them don't even know where it is, so... <laughs> And then, of course, the BYU questions come up, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, not really. I mean, uh, a couple of them have asked me uh, a few things about BYU and, you know, our standards. So, I mean, it's a pretty cool um, uh, it's a pretty cool missionary opportunity as well out there. Yeah, yeah, always. Um, Paul, what's, it, what's been the biggest, um, I, I would say, uh, struggle for you or uh, – something that is is open your eyes to to football from the transition from college to the nfl go you know playing at the next level is it the speed of the game is it maybe the size uh the athleticism of the players um you know it's a combination of of all of those things but i'd say the 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 biggest challenge for me and the hardest thing is uh definitely learning the new offense um uh the the new system that they that they run At, at byu it took me three years to fully understand the concepts of, of our offense, you know, of the BYU offense. And so it's kind of, I'm back at square one, putting my head in the books. It's a, it's a killer, man. I mean, and, and the fullback stuff, what the F does, I mean, there's a lot of like motioning as well. I'm going to start you out somewhere, then I'll motion you. 
and I never really done any of that at BYU. So, um, so that's definitely the hardest thing for me and the biggest challenge. I mean, that, uh, that I, I'm, honestly, I honestly think that was the exciting factor is if, uh, is if, if, I, if I know what I'm doing, if I'm able to play fast, you know, um, I have a great chance. But if I don't, then, um, then it's going to send me back. So definitely play learning. So do you feel like you have a good shot, Paul, uh, to make the 53 or at least the 10-man practice squad? Yeah, I think I have a great shot, man. Uh, and, and my position right now, there's, a, there's only uh, me and then their starting fullback from last year. They only keep one. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it sounds easy, you know, like it's a 50-50. But, I mean, obviously I'm going to have to work my tail off to, um, to make the, the 53 or the 10-man practice squad. So... I mean, I'm hoping I can do well in, in camp, you know, and uh, uh, be be consistent enough for the coaches to see something uh, that they saw in me to, to to come to Arizona. And so I'm just just uh, got to work on that and the consistency, and I'll, I should have a great shot. Paul, a lot of NFL coaches have have come to the BYU program, uh, really impressed with the with the players and, and how Coach Mendel has has uh, developed the players. What do you think is the the best thing that you've learned from BYU to prepare you uh, for your opportunity with the Cardinals? Um, I think just trying hard, man. Uh, you know, one thing that Coach Manhole would always say um, to the defense and to the offense is, is uh, you know, don't don't finish, don't stop going 100% until the whistle goes. And so um, even after the whistle goes, you know, as a, as a running back, if you get the ball or as a wide receiver, um Make that short burst, you know, after you catch the ball or after the defense touches you with two hands or tackles you, get up and run an extra 15 yards or so. And uh, I've seen that, you know, the coaches like like seeing hard work ethic like that. And that's something that was instilled in me uh, by Coach Mendenhall, you know, is uh, that, that short burst after just the little things, you know, just to show that willing to work hard, you know, if anything else. A couple of years ago, in 2009, when I first met you as a, a freshman at BYU, there was some talk of, hey, maybe Paul could play for the All Blacks one day in New Zealand, right? <laughs> here, here you sit with the Arizona Cardinals right now. Do you ever take a step back and realize kind of what's happened with your career? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, yeah, you got to step back and just, just soak it all in sometimes. I mean, uh, we're coming towards the end of OCAs and it was, you know, coming to the start of our break. And like I just, I did. I just took a step back, and I was like, um, "Mate, I just can't believe this this awesome opportunity." Because it's easy to kind of get caught up in the in the stress of things. Because don't get me wrong, it's a stressful environment. You know, everyone's on the edge. Everyone's fighting for that job every day as a job interview. Um, and so it's it's easy to get caught up in that stress. And oh man, am I going to make it? Am I going to get cut? But then sometimes, you know, you just got to stand back and just like soak it all in, and just realize how how awesome of an opportunity it has been for me. And so, um, no, it's, it's, it's still unreal to me, man. And so um, it, I think it's such an awesome opportunity. And everyone's rooting for you to make the Cardinals. It's going to be fun to watch uh, through training camp with you. Paul Lasique is on BYU Sports Nation, former Cougar running back uh, with the Arizona Cardinals right now. How did rugby help you in this situation with the Cardinals? Mate, I mean, just uh, definitely physicality, obviously. Um, the mentality that you have, have to have in rugby, I mean, you can, you, they're, they're transferable. So, I mean, uh, that definitely helped. I mean, um, yeah, I'd say that's the biggest thing, just my mindset. Uh, I'm, I'm really, 
I mean, there'll be times where you might be a little timid to to go up against someone, but I mean, for the most part, I embrace that kind of stuff. And then that comes from rugby. That comes from my upbringing, just to just to uh, be real physical. Because honestly, that's I think that's the biggest reason is they brought me in is because of my physicality. And so, um, so yeah, man, I'm <laughs> definitely physicality and the mentality that I've gotten from rugby. I transfer to football. Do you think it's easier to be more physical playing football because you have pads? I mean, if I played rugby, I would be, I'd be scared running around trying not to get hit. <laughs> Brian would be a winger, right, Paul? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Is that somebody that doesn't nah. get hit? Because that would be me. Nah. You're more on the nah. edges in open field, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I would slide when somebody came, slide. if I could. <laughs> nah. I mean, far out. It's just, uh, yes and no. I mean, Football, you, you get hit harder. So I mean, there's always that. You got you got to always be on the edge, and you got to have your head on a swivel, like they say in football. Mm. I mean, so uh, not really. I mean, no, nah, not really. It's just, it's just. Uh, I, I I go hard regardless of what sport, man. Honestly, if I'm playing uh, racquetball, I'm still gonna go hard. I'm still gonna have that mindset. So <laughs> it's just in me, I guess. It doesn't just because I have pads on doesn't make me. Uh, you know, feel like I'm Iron Man. I guess it could. You know, you gotta be like Iron Man, but but I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's just a mentality. Because you could, I've still got smashed in football as well. So I mean, <laughs> you know, Paul Asike is on BYU Sports Nation trying to make the Arizona Cardinals roster. Uh, when you look at culturally uh, in the locker room, do you say any phrases that you say normally, just uh, being from New Zealand, that people are like, what? Or have you when taken I, those I, out of your vocab? Can you can you repeat that? What, when I say what? Yeah. So you're from New Zealand. You got some phrases that we don't use in the U.S. You know? Do you ever uh-huh. say those and guys go, huh? Oh yeah. I, I said I said to one guy, mate, you're a crack up, and he's like, I'm a crack off. What does that mean? <laughs> like I'm a crackhead? I was like, nah, I mean, you're, you're a funny guy, bro. And he's like, and he, and then and then you know, a lot of them start speaking, especially the rookies, because I got real close with all the rookies, because you know we all got to stick together. But, I mean, he, a lot of them, whenever they see me, they'll start speaking like me. You know, they'll try and have, like, a British accent or whatever. And we'll just start crack with them, man. I'll be like, bro, that is crack up. And they're all like, crack up? We're all crackhead guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it just means you're, it just means you're funny, bro. And, and then they're like, oh, okay. So, yeah, there's a, there's a, few, there's a few phrases I've used. Our Twitter question today, Paul, is this, and we'll we'll wrap with this. If there was a Sharknado attack, have you heard of Sharknado? Mm-hmm. Sci- the Sci-Fi Channel. It's a tornado with sharks. It's a, oh. a crazy TV show. Okay. <laughs> Which BYU athlete would you want to help you fight Sharknados off? BYU athlete, mate. Um, far off. Who, who's a beast these days? I don't know. Who's who's the biggest? Who's the biggest? Uh, uh, crack off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think right now. Probably Bronson. Nice. Bronson Calforsi. He is a beast. I mean, he 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 he. We all know he's a he's a teddy bear inside, but we all know that he can also be a beast as well. So I'll probably have him by my side. That's a popular pick. Well, good good luck. Uh, good luck Monday as training camp uh, begins with the Cardinals, and we'll be watching. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Paul everybody. Yeah, I, I met him as a freshman at BYU, and this guy was the best player in the country.
in rugby. So to see him with the Cardinals, I mean, I'm just flashing back to Helaman Field and seeing this guy play rugby. Now he's competing to play in the NFL, and he's got a shot. There are two fullbacks in camp. He told us mm-hmm. for the Cardinals, he feels like he has a pretty good chance. That's uh, yeah, I, pretty. He should make it, consider especially if he can make an impact on special teams, mm-hmm. and then you know having that backup role. But I would want him to to protect me. He's your Sharknado yeah. pick. He's an e pads. <laughs> Coming up next, Bill Schoening, radio play by play voice of the San Antonio Spurs on Jimmer Fredette. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. If you haven't already downloaded the show podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app, you can do that or stream it at BYUSportsNation.com. Brian, let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Jimmer Fredette signs a training camp deal with the San Antonio Spurs. More on that in a moment with the Spurs play-by-play Bill Schoening. Weber State released their 2015 men's basketball schedule saying they will play BYU on December 5th at Energy Solutions Arena. So we think we know Weber State uh, at ESA December 5th. And then in December, uh, John Rothstein of CBS Sports mentioned Harvard as BYU's first game in the mm. Diamond Head Classic in Hawaii. In the minor leagues, Jacob Bregman hit two for three with a home run and two RBIs to help the Midland Rockhounds defeat the Corvus Christi Hooks. Nice. Daniel Summerhays and Zach Blair both start play in the RBCA Open today. Zach is under two through 15, and Summerhays probably just got underway, right? Tease off, yep, yeah. right about now. Now joining us, Bill Schoening, radio play-by-play voice of the San Antonio Spurs. Bill, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. I'm just very impressed that you guys are talking about the Midland Rockhounds and the Corpus Christi Hooks there on your show. That, that, oh. That's pretty impressive. Oh, it's huge. That's they're, what we do. There are former BYU Cougars uh, scattered throughout the minor leagues, but yeah, we got a couple oh, guys. That's your, okay, you're tracking former BYU Cougars. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't quite sure why people cared about the Corpus Christi Hooks there in Provo. We're huge on the Rockhounds <laughs> and the Hooks, man. We just, we just mentioned it, you know. So, obviously, uh, big news among BYU fans yesterday with Jimmer Fredette, hoping that he has some spot in the NBA still after uh, what was a fantastic college career. What's the reaction been like in San Antonio with the training camp signing of Jimmer Fredette? Well, to be very honest with you, it hasn't been a you know, huge reaction because uh, Jimmer's basically, as you mentioned, uh, going to be uh, getting a good look. I think that uh, they like him. They know he's a good guy. Uh, I've had a chance to interview Jimmer several times. I think he would fit right in because uh, he's the type of guy that would uh, be, you know, obviously coming off the bench, but uh, would have a very good attitude about that. Uh, So I know that they like his attitude. They like his work ethic. And we know one thing about Jimmer, he can shoot it. And I think one thing that uh, might give him an opportunity to make the club and maybe even have uh, sort of an impact is the fact that he will get better looks, in my opinion, in the Spurs offense than he has in several of the other offenses that he's been in because the Spurs predicate their offense on ball movement. Uh, there are a lot of screens. Uh, we know that Jimmer is very good off the dribble, uh, and I think that he'll have some good looks in the Spurs system. So I'm sure they're going to take a good, hard, long look at him and see if they can be, uh, if they can make him uh, a guy that will be able to contribute down the line. Uh, and, you know, maybe he's in the end of the bench guy, but at the same time, it's good to have that kind of insurance policy at the end of your bench. Bill, do you think that Jimmer will, could actually make a spot on the roster? I do. I, I really do. I think that they'll give him every opportunity. They're going to take a look at him. They wouldn't bring him in otherwise. Uh, and again, as I mentioned, I think that he's the type of player that uh, you know could be used as a backup point guard. He could be a two guard. I think he can play either spot 
Uh, he could be kind of a utility-type guy in the backcourt, if you will. We know he's not a great defensive player, but uh, the, the Spurs defense really is predicated on team defense, not so much individual defense. And they've got some good individual defenders, but uh, really one of the things that they want to look at, I think, with Jimmer is to see you know, if he'll be able to fit in offensively. And I think that he will be able to do that. I think he'll be able to come off screens, and uh, he should get some open looks. Will he even be a point guard on that team? Because I just I just see the makeup of that team, and I I see him more as a two in that situation, more of the Bruce Bowen spot up guy, Bellinelli, maybe off the dribble some. But what's your opinion? Well, you mentioned you mentioned Bruce Bowen, who really was a small forward in the Spurs system. Um, you know, he can play either spot, like I mentioned, and the fact that they could use him as a combo guard. Uh, one of the things that Greg Popovich always tries to do is emphasize the play of the bench. Uh, and make sure that he does not train his regular guys too much. So guys like Tony Parker and Tim Duncan are going to be limited in their minutes. Uh, that's to keep them fresh for the playoffs, keep them healthy. Uh, and therefore, guys that come off the bench in this situation, for instance, Patty Mills, the backup point guard, you know, he'll get uh, a lion's share of those minutes. But if there's any injuries, and of course, during the course of an 82-game regular season schedule, uh, a lot of injuries do pop up from time to time. So injuries plus rest give opportunities for uh, guys who are not getting regular minutes uh, normally uh, to maybe have an opportunity. I think that maybe Jimmer could fall into that category. Bill, who are Jimmer's primary competitors uh, for getting on this roster? Well, you got right now Tony Parker and Patty Mills are your uh, point guard, your backup point guard. Uh, they just got Ray McCallum from the Sacramento Kings. I think Ray is going to play a role in this ball club. And uh, like uh, Patty and like Jimmer, as a matter of fact, I think that uh, Ray can play uh, both the point and the two. I think he's probably more of a, a true two guard, although he, he did play some point last year with Sacramento. Danny Green, obviously, is the starter at the two guard spot. Uh, Marco Bellinelli is no longer there, so there are some minutes there. Marco could play the two or the three. Manu Schnobly is back, and he's the main backup two guard. So uh, he'd be in that mix right there uh, with those ones and twos. Bill Schoening, San Antonio Spurs play by play voice, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, the core three are back for the Spurs. Obviously, huge offseason re-signings of Leonard and Green and obviously Aldridge. And then David West made news with, hey, I, I want to play with the Spurs. I'm going to take you know, 10 or $11 million bucks less. If, if Jimmer makes the team, how does he fit into this group, in your opinion? Well, I think that he's a guy that will be a great attitude guy. Uh, like I said, I've had the opportunity to interview Jimmer several times, and I really was impressed with his attitude. And uh, he hasn't played a major role in a lot of these teams that he's been with, and I doubt very much that he play a major role in the Spurs. But he doesn't need to. He just needs to be that guy who stays ready. Uh, Pop always tells his bench guys to stay ready and be ready because you never know uh, when an opportunity is going to come up where you've got to come in, somebody turns an ankle, and all of a sudden you're getting 15, 20 minutes a game, and you're going to be relied upon. So, um, you know, he'll have to stay ready if he makes the team, and I think that he'll be a guy who can come in and maybe provide some offense for them for sure because, you know, we know about his range. Uh, and, and he can also drive. You know, I think that uh, you look at highlights from his days back at BYU, he was not just a spot-up shooter, but a guy that can penetrate a little bit. And, of course, a little tougher in the NBA because the quality of athletes is better in the NBA than it was in the Mountain West Conference. But at the same time, you know, Jimmer's a complete player. And as I mentioned, as far as his offensive game is concerned, uh, there are some things that he can bring to the table and be kind of a specialty guy. You know, the Spurs have a big guy who can shoot named Matt Bonner. Uh, who comes off the bench and has that kind of a role where if they need a, a three-point shot uh, late in the half, for instance, uh, they might just bring Matt in to try to nail, nail that shot down. Bill, you mentioned earlier that uh, the Spurs defensively play as a unit, more as a team than individual defense. What do you think Greg Popovich's expectation of Jimmer uh, uh, defense will be? 
Well, I think that one of the things you want to do, uh, if, if you've got a guy who doesn't have reputations of being a great defender, is make sure that you have him out on the floor with other guys who can defend. And also, the Spurs lately have been playing a little bit more zone defense. Uh, and that's uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I think it gives your defense a little bit of a rest late in games. And also, it changes up the strategy. So uh, a team coming out of a timeout, coming out of a break, uh, gets a different look. You're not seeing the same looks all the time. That's one of the things that Pop tries to do on the defensive end. They'll switch guys. Like, for instance, when they play the Mavericks, it's not always one guy on Dirk Nowitzki. They'll play four or five different guys on Dirk Nowitzki just to change things up. That's why they play zone from time to time, just to change things up. So uh, I would imagine that Jimmer would be part of that team defense that we talked about earlier. Voice of the San Antonio Spurs, Bill Schoening, is on BYU Sports Nation. You mentioned that the Spurs are going to give Jimmer better looks than he had with some other teams. My my thought with this, and, and before you came on and you validated that was, this this may be Jimmer's last shot in the NBA in terms of opportunity with a team that might find the right role for him. Do, do you think that if it doesn't work with the Spurs that he might be in Europe, or or is this uh, is this one of several opportunities maybe in the future? Well, when I said better looks, I meant better looks at the basket. I didn't necessarily mean better looks to make the roster because obviously he's been part of some other ball clubs like New Orleans, like Chicago and Sacramento. Um, But uh, I think Jimmer's still pretty young, right? I mean, he's probably just in his mid-20s or maybe uh, 26, 27 years old. So I think he still has, you know, basketball left in him, whether that's uh, in the NBA as a role player or, uh, you know, I guess if he doesn't make the roster, he would have to make that decision uh, whether he wants to go overseas or not. But uh, he's a guy who can still play basketball at the professional level. He's probably got a lot of basketball left in him. So, uh, But uh, I would not be surprised at all, guys, to see uh, Jimmer make this roster. I really wouldn't because I think that uh, he's the type of guy who will ingratiate himself to Greg Popovich and the coaching staff with his work ethic uh, and with his attitude. And that's the hope. That's absolutely the hope to Jimmer Fredette makes the Spurs because we want to see him in the playoffs and uh, do something meaningful. <laughs> and that's going to happen uh, with the Spurs. Uh, the Spurs won the uh, Summer League Championship. We were paying attention to former BYU Cougar Brandon Davies uh, on that team. Does Brandon have any shot at a camp invite? Uh, he may. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how they're going to handle their camp invites. They're pretty much set on the regular roster right now. Uh, they may keep a spot open just for flexibility purposes, uh, but uh, they may take a look at him. But, um, you know, and, and what he did in the, in the Summer League may – uh, allow him to also get a look from another team. One of the things that the Spurs try to do is if they've got a guy who's played well uh, and might not uh, have a roster spot for them, they'll contact other clubs because they've got a lot of former coaches uh, around the league working for other clubs and say, hey, you might want to take a look at this guy. We don't have a spot for him, but uh, he played pretty well for us at times. So uh, that could be the situation as well. Becky Hammond, the head coach of that team during the summer, first ever uh, you know, woman to lead a, a summer league team to a championship or be the head coach, I guess. Will she get a shot at a head coaching job one day, in your opinion? I think she will. I really do. I think she's got a great basketball IQ. I think that uh, she's the type of uh, coach that uh, is a former player, so she knows what players are going through when they face certain situations. And uh, she's really um, scored some points with the Spurs coaching staff uh, with her ability to come right in and fit right in. Uh, and the players respect her a great deal. She's in a good situation with the Spurs, uh, but I would not be surprised uh, in a few years down the line uh, for someone to give her a shot because uh, of all those reasons I just mentioned. And let's wrap with this. Are you ready for Jimmer Mania? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I would love to, love to see Jimmer come in and do some good things. I really would. We'll have to wait and see what happens there, but uh, I'll be pulling for him for sure because, I, like I said before, I know he's got a good attitude and 
Uh, I'm sure that the fans would really get into it. And, you know, the, the Spurs. That's what I'm referring to. Like, yeah, the, the Spurs have a guy kind of like Jimmer in Patty Mills. And Patty's a fan favorite as well. So I would imagine those two guys are on the floor at the same time. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see some shots put up from all over the place, but uh, that might be kind of fun. Well, it should be great. Jimmer Fredette on the Spurs. Uh, we appreciate the time, Bill, and we'll be paying attention to the Spurs this season uh, a little closer. Yeah, anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. Bill Schoening, Spurs play-by-play. Great stuff. He says he feels like Jimmer Fredette has a good shot to make this team. I mean, if he's confident, I'm, I'm confident. He knows the, the team inside out. And uh, I don't think he was, you know, I think there's sometimes there's, there's analysts and, and national guys that come on and they're like, oh, yeah, I love BYU. Yeah, everything is good. They'll play to the crowd. Yeah, know your right, audience, right? right? But I don't, I, I didn't get that sense from, from Bill at all. Yeah. Re- realistic, yeah. Uh, you know, talked about, and he, yeah, he's not the greatest defensive player. No one's acting like, you know. Right. Yeah, he, he was straight up. So we'll, let's see if Jim Fredette makes this team because if he does, who knows how many minutes he get. Gets, but I think the Spurs will maximize his opportunity. I wouldn't care as long as I got a ring. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Hey, coming up, after further review makes a return on BYU Sports Nation. But first, with the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. And welcome to the club. Brian Logan's ready with after further review. We'll be back in a moment on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. If, if you missed our interviews earlier with Paula Sique and Bill Schoening, Bill Schoening, the Spurs play-by-play, talking about Jimmer, don't worry, go to youtube.com slash Sports to watch all of our interviews on the shows. Those should, on the show, that should, uh, both of those interviews should get up as is, soon as humanly possible. Is every single interview on there, like all time? All 500 that's interviews. Quite, that's quite the statement. Well, All 500? Well, no, there's probably more than 1,000 interviews because we do at that. least would, yeah. one a day, most most of the time two, sometimes three. Yeah, I skip math class. Hey, hey, how about this? How about you check to see <laughs> if we have all of them, okay? Does that sound there right? are some older ones on there I've yeah, checked before. Yeah, absolutely. And as long as YouTube exists, they'll be on there. If there was a Sharknado <laughs> attack, which BYU athlete would you want to help you fight them off? That's our awesome Twitter question today. At... Lemper Lee Phillip? Lemper Lee Phillip, yeah. Probably wouldn't be Shaq Walker because he would just run away and I can't be able to keep up with him. See? That's what I said <laughs> earlier, man. That's exactly what I said. You want to go with somebody that's, that you're faster than. And that's not going to happen with Shaq. You're, you're banking on them uh, b- becoming a casualty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you put it like that, it sounds horrible. But Yeah, it does sound horrible. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. That. And after, and after further review, that is horrible. In fact, let's play after further review. After further review on BYU Sports Nation. A statement happens. A review is given. A call is made. This is after further review. Number one. Brian Logan, is Jimmer Mania dead? After further review. Wait, uh, we used to wear uh, ref jerseys for this. Yeah, we, I, got, well, I still got stripes. I got Bu- blue stripes. Budget cuts? What happened? Mm, blue stripes. There you go. Uh, after further review... Taking a look at all of the social media engagement and interactions that Jimmer had, uh, over 22,000 tweets, uh, Jimmer Mania is alive! What's the signal for that? Uh, boom, 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 boom. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's official. It's coming out of the, the Over the heart. You got to pump it over the heart. Yeah. It's not to the same degree it used to be, but yesterday when there's 22,000 tweets about the dude, yeah, I have to agree with that. Number two. 
Jerem, Tyler Haas tells BYU Sports Nation it's more likely he will play in Spain this year. Okay, after further review, buckets and dough. That's what's <laughs> going to happen with Tyler Haas. The NBA is probably not going to happen for him, and he, he told us, as mentioned yesterday, that he's going to be in Spain. The dude's getting married next week. He's going to live in Spain. His apartment and cars and travels paid for, plus he gets paid money. The The... Ruling is buckets and dough. Uh, no, that's uh, a no, good man. life, man. I call, I call a false start on whoa, that. Whoa, only, whoa. only because that's your dream, man. Your dream is to play at the highest level. And I, I don't know if I would really count it out until I absolutely had to. So if he came in with confidence saying, yes, I signed, this is happening, then great. But he's saying, oh, I don't really know. It's just looking like it. Oh, back up a little bit, man. Wait till the quarterback says hike. Like six points a game in summer league ain't getting you a – he knows what's just, happening, right? And he signed a I'm deal with saying. the workshop. That's number number three. Brian Logan, Mitch Matthews' trick golf shot. Uh, you got to explain this one. Yeah, so Mitch is on some type of machine, right, where he it's is – It's like a, a, new, a new kind of golf cart that like looks a like segue, a – It's like a segue, right? It's like a skateboard segue thing. Yeah. I mean, he tweeted this out yesterday. Yeah, yeah, tweeted it out. You can have your, your golf clubs on the back of it. So he's, he's riding it, and uh, he comes up to – he has a, a club in his hand, comes up to a ball. It's in slow motion. Uh, hits the ball, hits the ball, his pretty, shot. pretty good shot. And then as he goes, he celebrates and puts, you know, he points like he's like, a, keeps like, going. like Captain Hook or something. It just keeps <laughs> on going. Great. Love the form. I would say, uh, uh, I, I would do a sign like a field goal sign. It's good. I would say I would give him a 10 out of 10, um, on style points at the finish. Loved everything about it. Enjoy your golf days now though, Mitch, because September 5th is coming up fast. Down to the Cornhuskers. 44 days. Number four. Jerem Jordan, the <laughs> Sharknado trilogy. Touchdown. Listen, this is garbage. Grade A garbage, but everyone knows about it. Some people have actually watched this. But listen, you if you made something like this, but everyone knows about it, it's a social media phenomenon. I yeah. think that it it's a smash hit. Is it going to win an award? Yeah, for crappiest movie of all time. <laughs> but everyone knows about it. Touchdown. I'd, That's good. I'd agree with you there, man, because I didn't really know about it. I, I heard about it. I heard it about it. And after I watched it, it intrigued me so much that I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go watch the rest of these videos because it looks so dumb. Yeah. It's it looks on, so ridiculous. And it's on my DVR, and my wife and I are going to watch it tonight. At TashaLynn19 weighs in on our Twitter question, which is this. If there was a Sharknado attack, which BYU athlete would you want to help you fight them off? Taysom, he'd just hurdle those sharks, and we'd be out of there in a flash. Hmm. Hashtag leap of faith. You, he'd have to, you have to be on his back, though, in order for him to hurdle. He can could carry he, you, dude. Did you see him front squat 400 or whatever? At Fat Frat 15. Nice. <laughs> Riley Nelson, because he's just so gritty. Ooh, I would. Someone, I would want Riley with me. Someone said, anybody but Taysom. We got to keep that boy healthy. <laughs> That's right. Amen <laughs> to that, man. Coming up, the Cougar Whip Around, the Elite Tweet, and the Rise and Shout. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the association. Watch me whip it. BYU legend, <laughs> former first-round draft pick, Jimmer Fredette, signed with the San Antonio Spurs yesterday. Details of the deal are undisclosed, but the Spurs are Jimmer's fourth team since joining the league in 2011. Men's basketball. SAU whip. BYU announced that it will play Weber State in Energy Solutions Arena on December 5th. The rest of the Cougars' non-conference schedule 
will be announced in the near future. Baseball. How I mean, ain't a Jacob Brugman was two for three last night with a home run and two RBIs for the Midland Rockhounds in a nine to three loss to the Corpus Christi Hooks. Cougars in the PGA. Former Cougar Zach Blair is currently tied for 28th, shooting two under through 16 <sighs> holes. That bird is not indigenous to this area. <laughs> and Daniel Summerhays is even par through one at the 2015 RBC Canadian Open. Brian down to you on hole four. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate Future guest, Brian Keel, tomorrow for two segments. Big Can't big. wait for that. Uh, Spencer said last night, he goes, brace yourself uh, when you're on set with Brian and Brian because you get lost in the shuffle. And I you, thought, yeah. I'm cool with that. Just, I know my role. I'll, I'll be Jim or I'll come off the bench, shoot some threes, whatever. Man. <laughs> That's when we take over and it's the uh, Big B and Little B show. Yep. I was here once, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, you were here, actually. You were here Season vet, dude. Yeah, man. Season vet. Give me a veteran's minimum on this show, man. second game, dude. Come on now. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter. Dexter, help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Let's give it to BYU Men's Basketball Director, uh, Sports Information Director, Kyle Chilton, for his Twitter question today, which was, if there was a Sharknado attack, yeah. Which BYU athlete would you want to help you fight them off? At McStiebler. McGruber! I would say Mo Longy, but that really wouldn't be fair to the shark. <laughs> That's a good one right there. And that brings us to our elite tweet of the day. Colbert <laughs> Report, what up? At CJ America 11. Mount Mormon! I think he's bigger than a Sharknado, and the sightings are just as rare, too. Ooh. <laughs> this is some good ones. So man. Mo Longy's in Phoenix. Alani Fua. And Paula CK. Everyone's yeah. hanging out there right now. Arizona. That's man. the spot, dude. That, that is the spot. Hey, thanks to Bill Shoning, Paula CK, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Shows on demand on BYUTV.org slash BYUSN and BYUSportsNation.com for Brian and Jerem. Shout out to Spencer Hafoka. Is he your teammate? Yeah. Spencer. Remember in Spencer? You know why right now? We love you, Spencer. Hafoka and Linton. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow, <laughs> noon Eastern. Brian Logan back in the house. We got 10 seconds. What else do you want to talk about? Um, I went way early on this. We could talk about Remington Peck Day. Everybody, make sure you go lift weights. Do your chest day for Remington Peck Day. Number 44. 44 days.